Hi, you're listening to the Chasing Tone Podcast. I'm Travis. I'm Max. And I'm the Tone Curtain. And Brian. You're the man behind it. You're not the Tone Curtain. I, I want to be the Curtain. It. The Curtain's way more interesting than I am. But you don't want to be a tone. You don't want to be a curtain, dude. You don't want to be a curtain. <laughs> Iron curtain. That's all I'm saying. It's a bad thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, that's man. Eighties reference. See what I did there? I tried to. That's not an eighties reference. <laughs> Iron curtain was it before? Yeah, I guess it was Cold War. Right? Yeah, before, way before that. You guys were alive during Cold War. You guys know oh man, I was hashtag. How about the steel curtain? That was the seventies. <laughs> Tell me you know the steel curtain. Tell me you please please tell me you know the steel curtain. I, I really Pittsburgh don't. Pittsburgh Steelers. Mean Joe Green. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I Are didn't you, watch it, but I remember people talking about it. It, yeah. it was the best defensive line in football. Wasn't I? I was wondering. Why. Neither, neither was I. But you know, I wonder why MMA wasn't popular back then. You know, there should have been MMA because because blatant homosexuality wasn't near as acceptable. <laughs> people back weren't then ex- as it is now. accepted. <laughs> That's so funny. If there's any MMA fighters out there, I'm just teasing. Beat up Travis. I'm just teasing. Dude, that... Email me for his address. Dude, the sad, Hashtag the sad punch thing in is, the face. The sad thing is, is like in high school, people would like, you know, if somebody tried to like come fight me, they'd feel bad and they just wouldn't like fight me even though I'd be ready to fight. And they're just like, I'm not going to waste my time on you, dude. It's like I weighed 135 pounds in high oh, school. Oh, I knocked you out. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's laughing now, funny man? <laughs> no, but I wasn't really a mean kid though. Probably because I was only 135 pounds and afraid of getting my butt kicked. But, okay, so the show, really big shoe. Okay, so see, you caught that one, right? Yeah, you know that show, one? Really big shoe. Really big shoe. No, nothing? Oh, my gosh. I'm pretty right. sure you're trying to do Ed Sullivan. <laughs> see, you get it there. Because I'm a Beatles fan. Anyways. Hashtag right. Nobody said anything. It's punching the face. <laughs> Hashtag Beatles tone. There's, exactly. See, they, there's nothing good to say. That. There's nothing. Real good songs. <laughs> they mm-hmm. did. No, I can't argue mm-hmm. that. Okay, so this this uh, I get a lot of emails to uh, podcast at wampadapedals dot com, and thank you guys so very much for that. And I I welcome them. Please keep them coming. Um, a lot a lot of questions I get. I get multiples of and. Quite honestly, that's not a big enough topic for a whole show to, to be based upon. But there's quite a few topics that we could tie in. One that I really love, though, is you know we did the uh, we we did the the budget thing. Like right. if you had three hundred bucks, what's sure, something you could right. do? That? So let's let's up the budget a little bit mm-hmm. because you know most people that are really into tone have have a little bit of money or understand that there's going to be some money needed to get into some higher gear, higher end gear. Right. So let's say an amplifier, a, a, a new amplifier. Well, let's do new and used if we want, but sure. a new amplifier under a grand. Yep. So I did a little research. I know you guys didn't really have a chance to do any research. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I, I'd like to hear the things like right off the top of your guys' head. Max? Oh man, a uh, bunch of Fender stuff. Uh, I get the the Deville two twelve, and I think they make mm-hmm. one uh, the four ten under mm-hmm. a grand. Those are great amps. Um, some like bigger brand stuff. I think Vox makes a AC fifteen. My personal favorite amp is uh, the Blues Junior. Yeah, I mean great piece. I mean it's only fifteen watts, but 
Great for small gig studio and bedroom. The, the thing I've said about that amp too, time and time again, is I, I I play one and it sounds good. You know, it sounds all right. You know, it's a good sounding amp. But Max playing his Blues Junior is the perfect of example of a a perfect fit. Like when he plays that. Like, I would rather hear you play that than your super. Yeah, I love the tone of that, man. You and know, I put a just, WGS veteran in it, too. Yeah. It's cool to see. Yeah, but um, it, it's so weird. It's like, for instance, you playing a Vox-style mm-hmm. amp. You know, you, yeah, yeah. You, you could play that at AC-15, and it's, it just fits you. You play that Blues Junior, it just fits you, man. And, like, yeah. I'm jealous of that. Like, I think it's because you guys have harder attacks, and I pick so softly. But, yeah. Blues, I, think, I think just different gear gels chemistry-wise with people. Yeah. You know? I mean... I, you I mentioned st- the the Vox stuff. I just yeah. um, if I'm playing more countryish type stuff or whatever you want to call it, Which Telecaster let's face type it, stuff is what you play. Yeah, I mean, if you <laughs> no. want, if you want to call it country, country, you know, I mean, I don't. No, I mean you you got the. That's the one thing I'll say. I don't, is, I don't play George Jones or anything like that. Right, but no, the thing is, you're legit, man. Unless I'm lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're legit, and that's the thing. Like before before I started, you know, working here and hanging out with you and everything, I thought I knew a few country licks. You know, and then I heard you play, and I was like, "Okay, that's legit." You know, like <laughs> it's like he's playing the same licks, but they sound right. You know, and then and then obviously your your trick bag for country stuff's way deeper than mine. Yeah, I've got one extra. <laughs> but no, man, I, I've got two licks. <laughs> but you that's know how to do the me. open string pull off stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do a lot of open Brad string Paisley stuff, Paisley kind of thing. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so I mean, you can't really downplay your playing too much on that because. You know, you, you're legit when it comes to that style, you know. Unfortunately, to a fault. Because, like, like, we were, we were, we were playing, yeah. like, we were doing something blues, and you're like, dude, that's country. And I'm like, that's my blues. <laughs> I can't help. I keep bending up to the major. Yeah, and you can't go, you can't do, <laughs> for every blues song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's your big one. <laughs> but, you know. Max is like. Oh, yeah, you're not a country fan at all, are you? Uh, I tried. I tried to get into country, and I tried to do country things like getting drunk <laughs> and, and cowboy boots and hats. Actually, I won't wear a cowboy hat. Just scare me. You can't trust anybody in a cowboy you can't, hat. What, what are they hiding under there? Really? Exactly. You know? But I tried to do all that stuff. I went to normally Nashville. just balding hair. But I've hung out with really cool country cats. I, just, I can't can't do it. I don't think I'm smart enough. Or maybe I'm too smart. I, <laughs> I knew that was good. Oh, I, I knew that I don't really know what the story God. is here. Hey, you remember that time we had a big base of customers that played country? Yeah, yeah it's okay. I'm hashtag wrong anyway, right? <laughs> so what, what doesn't matter here? Uh, actually, I have, I'm technical support at Wampler. I actually get people email me. Like, are you sure you're right? I thought you were hashtag. I'm like, oh, of course I'm right. <laughs> All your credibility has been I know. shot. It really is. Are you sure? Let me talk to Travis. Hey, if, <laughs> if you really want to hate country music, come watch the country band I'm playing with on Saturday. I just watched Toby Keith concert. <laughs> oh, so that's a big to do. That's yeah. a big to do. Yeah. He uh, here, here in Indy. Big shocker. Toby Keith had a few drinks before his show. I don't know the guy personally, but the image that he likes to project, I don't find that as too far off from <laughs> from the, any stretch of imagination right i mean that's, right i mean, I mean I, if you're going to a toby keith show you're not going right. because it's like outstanding musicianship not that the they're, guys yeah, aren't great i mean they are really good musicians and yeah. I, know, I know a lot of those guys i'm just saying that i mean toby keith's music is kind of about the party exactly you know what I mean? exactly his he's not really selling music he's selling a party in an atmosphere right. 
granted right. the, the music attributes to that right. you know but um but yeah in indianapolis he played at uh what's it called now klipsch is yeah, that what Klipsch's it's called music, so they change it every six yeah. months I, it's always deer creek to me but, right um he played there that's what it used to be called when you were a kid when oh, you were a gotcha. kid deer creek yeah, yeah. sounds terrible uh, i saw david lee roth in the 80s who? Who? Dave, he, used to, he used to sing for Van Halen, which <laughs> oh, was a big band gotcha. back then. Yeah, uh, but I guess he got so and tanked. Cinderella. Who? I saw Cinderella, but oh, I, was, I was like, David Lee Roth sang for Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? But no, I was like, I didn't know this. Uh, but uh, I guess he got so tanked, man, that like he was singing the same verse three times and like slurring and and you know it's so bad to where the promoter of the show live nation which is a huge promoter but uh i guess a lot of people are coming at them saying we want our money back yeah if i go to toby keith's show i'm there for the party man yeah and there's always that one super drunk guy at the party he just happened to be that guy that night <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, in every that's, party you see that one guy be like man that guy's tanked he was <laughs> that night he was, that was that guy. toby keith he just happened to be that guy. yeah, yeah to- that was toby. i don't know I, that, i'd have been i would have loved to have been on stage with them like playing guitar and just been like this is the greatest concert i've ever played because <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you know you can be like i'm gonna play left-handed now and no <laughs> yeah <laughs> go home toby you're drunk uh, oh man home, <laughs> <laughs> that one got him <laughs> <laughs> he started bright red with laughing. Oh if my you guys gosh. are listening to these podcasts, just want to let you know that they they are up on YouTube. So uh you can if you wanna wanna see Brian's lovely, <laughs> lovely face when he's cracking up, you can you can check those out. I actually had one guy comment on the YouTube. He said he always listened to the podcast and goes, Max sounds like he should be bald. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I had another guy email in and he said he's from Australia. He's like Really love the podcast. Uh, it took me about the first 15 minutes of the first one to realize Max wasn't speaking another language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, I got to give you props, though. You've really kind of started sitting closer to the microphone. I which do, helps. yeah. I project yeah. a little more into yeah. the microphone. Yeah. It used to be the same way when he would sing. I'd be like, dude, no one can hear you. He's like, but I hear myself. <laughs> I don't care about I sound man. great. I sound oh, the hell you're talking about. <laughs> okay. So, so, yeah, so, yeah, the but thousand dollars. Actually, let's get off tra- track. Sure. We'll come back. I'm going to make a note, though, to remember to come back to that because we're not, we're not done with that. Um, with Toby Keith? No, concerts. Oh. Concerts. Okay. What's the best guitar-related concert you've ever been to? I, I got a weird one, man. Um, I went to see Steve Miller probably four or five years ago, and, mm-hmm. and for a guy that just loves guitar gear and mm-hmm. in general, he was changing guitars and amps every song. His te- his tech was out every uh, <laughs> after every song, handing off a new guitar. It's like those are awesome. So you were more like into the fact that he was playing different guitars than the oh, fact yeah. that, that he was a good player because he's a great player, he's a killer player, especially live. It's, yeah. It was actually really good. And he's into gear too. He used some bar stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I another company man that I can't say enough great things about is Grosh Guitars, and uh, I know that he works with them too because you know they they've told me. But a, a cool thing that. You might want to check out on YouTube. It's a, it's a shop in St. Louis, I think, called Killer Vintage. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. I guess Steve went there. Listen to me. Like, I know him, Steve. You know my buddy Steve. <laughs> but no, I guess Steve Miller went there and hung out a little after hours, and they rolled film. And he was doing this, like, real swampy, bluesy version of big old jet air- airliner. That's <laughs> and awesome. it's like, I mean, you got to check it out. It's like, it'll change your whole outlook on it. But 
So no, that's cool. So you're more into the fact that it was gear related more it was, than it was, guitar yeah, related. Yeah, my gear nuts. So I was like, that's awesome. His guitar player, Kenny Lee Lewis, I think is his name. He's it's killer, killer too, man. Yeah. He's unreal. Yeah, he is. Yeah, great player. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. Brian? My favorite concert? Is that what we're talking about? Guitar related. Guitar related concert. Well, I was going to say Katy Perry, so that's out. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> now watch. We're going to get an email from the guitar player <laughs> for Katy joke. Perry. And it's probably the thing is, is like a lot of those guys are using our stuff now too. Which yeah, is there's great. there's a rap. Well, what's the rap artist who Jay Z? Jay Z, his guitar player yeah. came over, yeah, to my house and and was playing some. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? And I, and so I was like, dude, there's guitar in that. That's what I said. I said, um, I don't mean to be offensive, but where's the guitar at? <laughs> and he's like, you'd be surprised. There's just little things here and there. Actually, I will bit. say one thing. Like, I, I'm not real familiar with Jay Z's stuff, but I mean, I, I, you know, I've heard it more than the stuff that's just on the radio. I got some buddies that are into it, but yeah, he's one of the cats that actually does use guitar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He he said he's like he's really into like the musicianship sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, he is. Which you wouldn't think like a rap guy would be that big right. deal to him. Well, but. he. I mean, the thing too is like, I don't know if you guys ever watched the Bill Maher show. You know no. what I mean? But like Bill Maher had Jay-Z on one time and he actually presented him with this book. And he's like, hey, I want to give you this book. And the book, I mean, it was it was a huge thing. It had to be, you know, not huge, but like three or 400 pages long. Mm-hmm. And then he basically gave it to Jay-Z and Jay-Z's like, what's this? And he starts opening it. And he's like, these are all my songs. <laughs> so it's like the guy has like three, 400 songs that he's written, whether or not they've all been released. But the guy is like, that guy is like really into, you know, writing and poetry. So he's a little bit deeper, I think, than a lot of the rap yeah. guys. But, yeah. but no, there's, and guitar's coming back in pop music. Man, I hope so. Oh my God. <laughs> it is, man. I mean, look at uh, all the Pharrell stuff. Uh, yeah. What's that guy? A miracle. I forget. I forget the guy's name, but he's using the pinnacle. Who? Uh, Pharrell's guitar player. Really? Yeah. For real? Yeah. <laughs> no, not for oh, real. Oh, that makes me so happy. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh, you're proud of that. Dude, <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Hashtag happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That, I, the thing is, is like, it was pretty good. I got to give you that. That was pretty good. <laughs> no, it wasn't good. Okay, so, so my, my favorite concert. Yeah, guitar favorite concert. guitar okay. concert. Yeah. Like I was saying, I was at Deer Creek, which is, you know, mm-hmm. well, it was the big facility here. Uh, I saw Cinderella. David Lee Ross. <laughs> yes. Right after he got out of Van Halen, and uh, oh, so it was a solo stuff. Yeah. Okay. And I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember who else was with him. But anyways, it's another '80s band, and the guitar player was it was playing Steve I stuff, and I've somehow a friend of mine got us like third row seats or something. Nice. His mom worked somewhere where they could get real good seats, and so like I was his amp was facing at me, and, and I was just like. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I mean, it sounded <laughs> so, so you could hear like off the so, stage stuff. Yes, oh. and it was like so massive and huge, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It just sounded great. Nice, totally, just just awesome, man. And that was oh, loved it. Uh, yeah, Scorpions. I, was, I, I saw Scorpions. That's my first concert, and I was like ten or something. Nice, and that was that was cool. But I was like way up the nosebleeds, so, so that was sounded terrible. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. That's probably besides Brad Paisley. Yeah, honestly, well, I knew that name would come up. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if if I had to say like my favorite, it'd be easily sitting at Soundcheck on stage with Paisley. It's so loud. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that time? Yeah. You remember that time? I I had to use his in ears. <laughs> Dick. Yeah. True. True story. I know you guys heard this story a thousand yeah. times. And and Brian He's never Brian offered is, that to me. Brian is so jealous, but. <laughs> 
Remember that time you guys took me to a Paisley concert? <laughs> you weren't Wait. even working here yet. You didn't work here. Happen. You weren't working here yet. But so here. we go on stage with Brad Paisley during sound check, and it was we brought him a, a prototype, which I remember you gave me one, and Brad Paisley decided he wanted six of them, so you stole mine, and gave to him. But <laughs> true story. Which I mean, come on, it's Brad Paisley. What am I gonna say? But no, yeah, <laughs> mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then we gave one to Justin, his utility player. And then Justin, and then like right as soon as we gave it to Justin, Justin plugged it in, checking it out, right. And then all of a sudden, Brad's like, "Man, that sounds great. Can I get that one?" <laughs> <laughs> like, he took it right off. G- his give door. it here, Justin. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're sitting there, and uh, you know, he and he's checking his acoustic guitar, and somebody from his band, I forget who it was, walked by him, or no, somebody from the crew. He walked by and he says, hey, Brad, is that guitar, is that the one you just bought from, from Groon? And he was like, oh, I ain't going to bring that on the road, man. That's a 1936 Martin. I was like, well, what are you playing there? He's like, oh, this is just a 1952 Martin. <laughs> and I just laughed and I did like a mockery kind of face. And Eric was, was like, oh, it's just a 1952 Martin. And, and, and I was like, oh, I can't believe I just did that out loud, you know. And then he was like, yeah, but you got to hear it. So I'm like, okay, cool, thinking I'll hear it at the show. And he's like, no, come here. And it's like got like this, like, you know, the feedback right. buster. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to hear it. So I get closer to kind of like, because it's an awkward situation because it's Brad Paisley. Right. And then he takes out his in-ear monitors <laughs> and, he, and he hands them to me and like motions for me to put them in my ears. And I'm like, anybody else? And this would be disgusting, <laughs> you know? And the first thing that went through my head was, should I wipe them off first? The, yeah. And then this, yeah, you're right. And then the second thing was, Okay, when you pull them out of ears, just wipe your thumbs across them and make sure you didn't leave any of your gunk on it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was, if like he did that and then thought, oh, that was a bad idea. Now his his junk is gonna. Yeah, be I know. I want, he probably did. But well, I don't know, man. He's, he's never uh, he's never done that with Amino. He's, he's never been like, this is my guitar. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, but you've got to touch his crooks. Well, yeah. That's a guitar, right? That's a guitar, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I threw up my mouth a little bit. Um, <laughs> no. You forgot to touch his guitar. Yeah, yeah, I played his guitars. I played his, the pink, t- uh, pink Telecaster. Then I don't want to hear yeah. it. That's You've right. played his guitars. It's, I mean, it's, it's not a uh, Whitfield, but I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's not like my By the way, Charles, no wait on that uh, Stratocaster. I don't have Whitfields with you guys. <laughs> Just, you you can't be part of the Whitfield Club. I want I want to we, we started a Facebook group called but Whitfield he only, Lovers. He only makes telemacasters. No, he'll make stratocasters. Will he? Yeah. I know I've I've seen two of them, right? We've seen two. He's he's done told me he'd make me one. He done told me. Done told he don't me. he done told me. You have been in Indiana too long, my friend. <laughs> I've been hanging around you guys too much. English is starting to slide. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, so my favorite concert and yeah. You know, I'm a big-time blues fan, so I've seen... I mean, you name it, man. You know, all the guys... I mean, what? Buddy Guy, B.B. King, sure. Kenny Wayne, Fabulous Thunderbirds. I mean, uh, I mean, but one of my favorites, and this actually isn't the favorite, but it was uh, Eric Clapton when Derek Trucks and Doyle Bramall played with him. And we drove to Davenport, Iowa. This This blows my mind. We could have bought a seat... And I don't remember the exact figures, but I'm not far off here. We could have bought like a nosebleed seat in Indiana for like 150 bucks, or Davenport, Iowa, for a hundred dollars. We got seventh row center. Huh. So we we made the trip, right? Sure. But um, it was a good show. But I mean, it just wasn't as really explosive. 
And then I've seen the Derek Trucks band blew me away. And of course I've seen the Allman Brothers several times with Derek and Warren. But I honestly gotta say the most the one that hit me the hardest was when Jack Pearson and Warren Haynes or no yeah, I think it was Jack and Warren playing in the Allman Brothers. That show, it would have been like ninety eight, ninety seven. That would have been amazing. Oh man, yeah. yeah I, that show was like, and I was in the lawn, but I mean, as in the '90s and grunge rock was huge, so right. it's not like the Allman Brothers were selling every place out. So I was fortunate enough to where I sweet talked my way up into the into the uh, what they call it, the pavilion, and man, I was just blown away. I mean, Jackson man, yeah, oh dude. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, he gets a lot of credit, but he still doesn't get enough, right? You yeah. know, but that that was probably my favorite show. My second favorite would probably be. Um, there's a guy, he actually teaches at Berkeley, and his name's Julian Casper. Mm-hmm. And he was he's just a guy that approached the instrument like if Hendrix and Jeff Beck had a love child. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's right up my alley, but he approaches the instrument completely different than anyone I'd ever seen. And the guy is the biggest tone nerd you'll ever meet in your life. <laughs> so he used to come to Indy with a with a band, dynamite band called uh, the Bruce Katz Band. And... Bruce actually plays for Greg Allman now, and he's a keyboard player. So, but um, yeah, that was probably probably my biggest show. My favorite one is is the Jack Pearson with the Allman Brothers. Just blew my mind, man. So, uh, so it's so funny. You got you know who'd you say again? I thought Steve Miller. Steve Miller, yeah. So it's kind of like classic rock sure, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. you know. And I got the blues thing, and you got the country and the and the hairband thing going. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. That's where I came from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's where I done being kind of. That's where I came. I fix from. trees. You got some dips. You dips it. You get you a beer. Crack it. Cold one. Crack it. Dips it. Maybe that's why I'm not getting a contract. Earl, I Earl Dibbles. Yeah, Earl Dibbles. Earl Dibbles Jr. You know what you need to do? You want to know how you practice getting in a country? You get a bar of soap and a pocket knife, and you start whittling, and then you move up to, <laughs> then you move up to, to twigs, then no, branches, then start fixing trees, <laughs> then you start fixing trees. It's full fledged. I need a chainsaw. You do need. I mean, you're halfway there. You, you get drunk. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure getting drunk with a chainsaw isn't a good idea. No, that, and I'm accident no. prone. So like, I'd probably destroy. Only something. when you're driving are you accident prone. Easy. <laughs> hey. Only with your mailbox. Only with my mailbox, and then I. I I will get. I don't know if we've said this on the podcast. Probably have, but Max has got the worst luck, man. He's driving sixty miles an hour on this road called four sixty five, and it's it's a it's, it's a, a loop big, around Indianapolis. It's a loop around Indianapolis, three lane, sixty mile an hour traffic. I mean, it's a huge, busy, busy road. It's it's the road in Indianapolis, and uh, sure enough, he's driving in the middle lane, going the speed limit. Underneath the overpass is a car parked. I'm sorry I'm laughing, but there's a car parked in the middle lane with at its night. lights off at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Max doesn't see it because it's in the shadow of an underneath an overpass and obviously no lights. Crashes into it at 60 miles an hour. Wow. Lucky yeah. to be alive. My gosh, Sho- man. Shoved the engine right in the passenger seat. Yeah, man. Killed that supercharged Mustang. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 So there's another crash you had, and it's then true. on the way to a gig when we were doing acoustic Monday nights, you crashed. Yep, guy was texting. Was yeah, guy was texting. Yeah, yeah. So it's you're fine. pretty. And then another time, we almost wrecked. But dude, I've almost wrecked you a bunch though. Yeah, I know. Am I just bad luck, or do you always drive that bad? 
<laughs> no, I was talking about when you're driving. Name one one example. Median, median, median. Okay, name two examples. Curb, curb, curb. <laughs> they, all right. I drove up on the median, the concrete median. Okay, anyway, back to the amps under a grand. Okay, look at this. We're right. We are going to get one, one subject. It's going to take us a whole episode. That's because we... We're gonna have to stop calling this chasing tone and just be like chasing, chasing, chasing the conversation. Tracks. Yeah, chasing the conversation away, Ch- chasing tone away. But, budget amps. So budget amps. I compiled a list. Okay, so you, you guys already said. I, of course, I would. Uh, the AC fifteen. Yeah. You said the Fender stuff. You said the um, Fender Pawn Shop stuff too. It's really yeah, cool. yeah. Before the show, we're talking just very briefly. Fender Pawn Shop stuff. They had some killer cool stuff. It's like three to five hundred bucks. I mean, thirty five hundred bucks. Three to five hundred bucks. Three to five hundred dollars. Three to five. Punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I lobbied. Max has been in with Wampler pedals now for a year and two days, and yeah. Right, I'm so, surprised he made it this long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Came out loud. But uh, the thing is, is here he is say he's gonna punch me in the face and what did i what did i right before we started this podcast what did i just asked the bosses for for you for your celebration if you tell me what i'll give you a big old hug it's a pizza party <laughs> uh, why awesome. you gotta try to come on man a pizza party <laughs> pizza party yeah and he successfully got me a pizza party so. i did get you a pizza party i am thankful for that and say you're gonna punch me in the face and then the good as a friend but okay fair enough <laughs> okay so the, the the amps that okay you go ahead have you gone yet for the thousand dollar amps no you were just no, okay. You were going off topic. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Um, like I, I have a black star. I like. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty good for rocky type stuff. Even the clean tone uh, sounds good on it, though. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, if I would make one suggestion to Black Star, that would be immediately stop any particle board on an amp, and especially the baffle. Yes, please. Especially the baffle. Please, board. I beg you, because through a Marshall four twelve cabinet. It's amazing. Even through the one twelve, through the one twelve cabinets that we have, uh, which are custom built, they're they're pine, and it's awesome. It's just amazing. Great amp. So, uh, I would say probably, if I had to do it over again, I probably would get ahead. Yeah. But the cab, the combo is really pretty good too. I just but it weighs not, a metric it's, ton. Oh, it's it's huge. Yeah, and um, great amp for the money. Uh, Fender Blues Deville or, or mm-hmm. Blues Deluxe. Mm-hmm. Uh, like those quite a bit. Uh, AC15, big mm-hmm. fan of. And of course your favorite, I'll, I'll say it in case you forget it, the Classic 30. No, the Classic 30 is yeah. a great amp for the money. Yeah. Great amp. The the two that that I that stick out to me that I always go to is number one, the DRRI, Deluxe Reverb Reissue. Yep, you know, yeah, that's, that's good. That's the one, man, that... I, this kind of takes it out of the $1,000 range because I think they're like nine ninety nine. but mm-hmm. throw a new speaker in that thing. Yeah, you know, and uh, I mean, it sounds great the way it is. Don't get me wrong. And then you know, change the bypass caps too. Sure, but <laughs> yeah, um, bypass yeah, caps. true bypass caps. No, 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 not that. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry, I said bypass coupling caps. Sorry, sorry, technical guys. I meant coupling caps. No single caps. Only now couples. you're gonna get emails saying you don't know anything about you're amps. Stupid. You're stupid. State of pedals. Hashtag wrong. <laughs> Hashtag wrong. <laughs> And then I really like the Eggnator stuff, man. Those are cool. You know, I had the, um, was it the Tweaker or the Rebel Rebel 20? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember what it was, but one of my biggest regrets, I bought it used and I took it home and I was like, man, it sounds great. And then I turned it up and it, and it just sounded okay. 
So I wind up taking it back to the guy, and the guy was, you know, it was Dave at Six Strings Down. Yep. He, he was completely cool with it. He's like, I understand, man. If it's not for you, you know, let's see if we can find you something else, whatever. And then somebody came in and bought it, and he came back the next day. He's like, hey, Dave, you know this has got a power tube out? I was like, he's not a, and then he so Dave, you know, fixed the power, gave him a new power tube, and dude, he started cranking it up right there in the store after he'd already bought it, and it just sounded unbelievable. I was like, damn it, why didn't I, you know? Oh wow! But so those those are my two picks: is the for the cleaner stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the deluxe reverb, and for the dirtier stuff, I really yeah. like the egg. And there's, there's really, I mean, there's a lot of pretty good amps that are under a thousand dollars out now. I yeah, think, I think Orange has some out, right? The Vox yeah. Night Train uh, in that. In Vox that? has some out. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and Marshall has some out, I think. Yeah, the Cross orange Valley. thing. Good call there, dude, because they have like the um, tiny oh, chair. Yeah, thank yeah. you. The tiny, tiny chair. chair. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I, I think a lot of stuff like the all tube, like heavier amps, mm-hmm. tend to be a little bit more expensive, like yeah. the diesels and the Bogners. Well, yeah, there's but, so much more going on. In right. Those. Yeah. But the Jim Root uh, version of the Tiny Terror by by Orange. It's mega. It sounds huge, man, and it looks like a little lunchbox. It sounds great. So, and and granted, I'm I, you know me, I don't know much about that style, but you know it, it seems to do that. And I've had other people that are into that kind of sure. confirm that. Um, so that that's really all I can think about there, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's talking about speakers a little bit. Uh, we only have a few minutes, but I, I kind of hinted at changing speakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had an interesting story earlier about breaking in a speaker, and is there any validity to that? I think there is. I, yeah, I can, yeah, I, I totally. I, I don't I, think it's a I, myth at all. I know, like WGS, for example, warehouse. They actually break in each speaker, That's and they, cool. they have a machine that. I, I okay, I, I got to be careful. There, <laughs> there's a spe- very specific way they do it that has been proven to gotcha. uh, break it in the best. Okay, and that's that's the way they do. It. It's not a machine that does it, but it's a method of procedure. Doing it. Yeah, there you go. So. But you had a you have a friend that used to work for Weber speakers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he used to play uh, turn his amps up uh, three fourths of the way up, and then play at a CD player for uh, you know twenty four hours, and that wow. just break that just stretch the fibers in the speaker enough where it break in. The, the best thing to do is take a guitar speaker and just play a bunch of bass music through it. <laughs> just, you know. Yeah. Now, the, what, what was that one speaker? Oh, I should, really should have done research before before this. Probably. Um, Helitone, is that what it's called? Something like that? Uh, that sounds right. You know, you know what I'm talking about? But basically, I Do think... like Hello Kitty? Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, there's something like that. But they actually break in their speakers and before they sell them. Mm-hmm. But um, I've also heard people doing that exact same thing with acoustic guitars. Oh really? You know, and I and play a CD player through it for twenty four hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, putting it in front of a speaker column that is playing. Yeah. So, so the wood's vibrating. Yeah, so the wood vibrates, sure. and they'll do that for like a I'd week. Have, I'd have to ask Frank Fabo about That'd that. That'd be good, yeah. man. Yeah, he, dude, I played one of his. Um, I don't want to lump it into a category because his his bracing design and his bridge design is innovative, yeah. and, and it's so awesome because nobody's doing anything. Like, well, the guy is stupid bright. Yeah, I mean, he's, to he's, begin with. Yeah, stupid bright. stupid bright. Stupid. Okay, wicked bright. Awesomely bright. Wicked. You gotta say wicked. Wicked. Wicked, wicked bright. bright. Uh, right. I'm, I'm trying to be one of the like one of the kids. Yeah. You know? but that's, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> 
<laughs> You're a nut, dude. But I've heard, yeah, that'd be a good thing to do. Is uh, but I played one of his smaller body guitars. What do Martin Martin calls him the, the OM series? OM series or something? I, yeah. I doubt. I know Frank doesn't call his that, but it was a smaller body parlor. Okay, yeah. Is that Cla- what they're like called? Clapton parlor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. But it was it was a beautiful guitar. But um. Yeah, so I know people will break out, break in guitars that way, but that would be we ought to get Frank on the show, man. We should. Yeah. Do, we, do you call a podcast a show? Is it a show or the cast? It's a really big show. Um, really, really big. I don't know. <laughs> That's going back to the, the Ed Sullivan Max. Yeah. You know? What was it like watching the Beatles when they first came on Ed Sullivan? <laughs> well, in black and white, it was crazy. <laughs> Turn it up. I actually yeah. had a black and white Ooh. TV when I was a kid. So it's about yeah. that big, dude. I remember this. Do you remember the cable box that had like three rows of buttons and then the yep. one rotary switch? Yep. Do you remember this? I don't. I used to actually be the remote control. Do you remember when satellite dishes were about 12 feet tall? <laughs> yeah. I do. There's one. And, there was, and you could like never find a channel. You had to like know rocket science. Dude, there's one in Monrovia that says 13 miles from nowhere with a big happy face on it. <laughs> <laughs> it does because we were looking at a house out there. but So... Because that's totally related to, to tone. Exactly. Here, but yeah. so if you guys have any quest or uh, any suggestions on how to break in a speaker, or you know break in an acoustic guitar, or have any other ideas, or for, what's your best thousand dollar amp? Is. That yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you guys have any ideas or suggestions of an amp under a grand, we'd love to hear them. Uh, shoot us an email at uh, podcast at wamplerpedals also, please check out our uh, our social media outlets for both Wampler Pedals and also the Chasing Tone podcast. Um, am I leaving anything out, boss? Nope, I think it's it. All right, cool. So, hope to hear from you guys. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Travis. I'm Max. And Brian. Tone Curtain. Tone Curtain.